portions of this podcast may not be suitable for children. It's real-life stories and sometimes PG-13. The national anthem of hell is I Did It My Way, Peter Kreft. You're listening to the Think Twice TV podcast. Hear true life stories, catch good vibes, and be inspired by engaging messages. On this show, we'll think twice about life, faith, and just what could be possible when the two are united. Broadcasting from the beautiful Great Lakes state of pure Michigan, here's your host, Dan Henderson. Hello, thank you so much for joining us. We are back to bring you an all-new 12-episode season. If you're new to the podcast, I try to pack the show with good content and keep the chatter to a minimum. This season, we'll have a new segment, Hashtag Gospel. More on that later. Today's show is entitled The H Word, Part 1. Yes, the H Word as in hell. And in Part 2, we'll focus on the other H Word, heaven. We hear the word hell all the time. But today we're focusing on not just the word, but the destination. To better help us understand, we have two incredible stories of near-death experiences. They give us a powerful glimpse into the realities of hell. Later on in the show, we'll share our four biblical keys to understanding hell. With no further delay, let's get right into our first story now. I would like to share with you today a, an experience that happened to me. It is an experience that, will, that literally changed my life. On July 20th, 2009, I died from a massive coronary and went straight to hell. Uh, I freaked out. I had this demon slither around me, around my shoulders, real, real reptilious looking, um, tentacle type hair, millions of teeth. Got right in my face and said, I got you now. Um, I looked down, I seen demons all around me, chewing me up. Uh, I panicked, I freaked out, and I screamed out, God! And then the battle took place uh, for my soul. I was saved when I was 14 years old, and I was taught to believe in once saved, always saved. But I'm here to tell you right here, right now, that's not the truth. And it's a false doctrine. It's a lie that's fed straight from Satan. Because the Bible says we pick up our cross daily and follow Him. Uh, I had no doubt about my original conversion. I was on fire for the Lord. But uh, some things occurred and happened to me uh, within the church, within church elders. And uh, I got burnt and I put my eyes on man. I put my eyes on hypocrisy that was all throughout the church and... When you put your eyes on man, he'll always let you down. Always. And so I knew the scripture that said that I'd rather you be cold or hot because you're lukewarm. I speak you out of my mouth. And uh, I said, okay. I uh, was hot for you. Now I'm fixing to be hot for Satan. And along went my path of self-destruction. Got mixed up in drugs, drugs of crystal meth, cocaine, heroin, and uh, I was an IV drug user. I uh, had to go in and out of church trying to desperately cry out for help, and uh, I went to this one church, and uh, I poured my heart out to uh, the associate pastor there. I needed help. I needed help bad. He said, okay, 
we're going to help you. But it's going to cost you. Know, I can't think of civic, you know, civic duties, uh, community service type work. Uh, I just explained this man. I don't have a dime to my name. And uh, he said, it's going to cost you about $500 a month. Walked out of the church, cursed him out, cursed God out, and literally shook my fist at the skies above. And I said, I'm going to break every commandment there is. Proceeded to do so. About age 24, I was in Angola. Five counts armed robbery. 15-year sentence. Proceeded to do my sentence, got out. Uh, due to conflicts with the law, this and that, kept going back. Ended doing 14 years on a 15-year sentence. Got out. I, I met this guy that I did time with. Satan put him in my path, and next thing you know, everything I hated in my life, and I ran from, I was running to, and I was back on drugs. And I proceeded to destroy my life and everything I love. And uh, that's what happened July 20th. I ate a little over four and a half grams of high grade cocaine and uh, it blew my heart up. I know a lot of you are gonna think, you know, this is some drug induced deal, but uh, whether you choose to believe it or not, that's, that's, your, that's your right and your beliefs. But I'm telling you, uh, what happened to me and what I experienced changed my life because God intervened. And the battle, like I said, ensued over my soul. Uh, Satan threw all kinds of horrible, evil thoughts in my head. The worst things you can think of, the worst sins possible. And then finally Satan said, uh, I'm right here right now. You see me, feel me. Where is your God? So he tried using doubt. And I started thinking about it, and I said, you know what, God, I need you. And he's right. Where are you? <laughs> he appeared. All my life, I wanted to see him. He was right there in my face, holding his hand out. He said, just take my hand. Satan's demons would sit there and throw all these horrible thoughts in my head, everything I couldn't do. And, and it was crazy. It was insane. It didn't make sense. And finally, you know, this went back and forth, back and forth. And I, I just, and I said, you know what, God? I don't care if I live in a cardboard box. I don't care what happens to my life. I, I don't care. I'm yours. I give you my all 100%. And it was at that time that I crawled into his hand, this huge, massive hand. And I'm staring in his eyes. Oh, miraculous eyes. They were just so beautiful. You just get lost in his eyes. And he's picking me up. And then uh, as he's picking me up, he goes to put me down. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, what's going on, God? And he's flicking me out of his hand like some kind of bug. Then he proceeds to chew me out. And um, let me tell you something. That's one person you do not want to scold you is God. He says, you knew me and turned your back. You mocked my Holy Spirit. You mocked my name. You blasphemed you don't deserve a second chance and everything he said i i couldn't refute all i could do was shudder he was right i had no defense i said you're right father you're right he said but i'm a gracious god and i'm gonna forgive you i'm gonna give you a second chance even though you don't deserve it and uh, 
He said, on two conditions. I said, man, whatever, whatever, man. Whatever you want. He said, one was, you tell this, you tell this story to anyone and everyone will listen to it. And he said, the second one is, I need you to help gather the souls. I said, I don't understand. He said, I need you to gather the souls. He said, everything you were taught as a child, everything you were taught to believe in, is fixed to happen. The time is dying. The end of the world. And there's a great spiritual battle taking place right now. And I need you. Help me. And I said, okay, Lord. And I've, I've told this story to everyone I can talk to about it. Um, everyone looks at me like I'm nuts and I'm crazy. Been meaning to do this video for I don't know how long. And you, as you watch this video, probably think I'm nuts and I'm crazy. But all I know is when I came to, everything that was wrong and evil in me was gone. And God cut out all the addictions. God healed me. Miraculously cured. It just, it was gone. I've never been the same since then. And if God could save me, and if God could love me, He can love anybody. You're listening to the Think Twice TV podcast. Come see us at thinktwicetv.com. I wasn't raised in a Christian home, nor exposed to any kind of religion never heard any of it and my dad got cancer when I was 11 years old so through that there's a lot of hardship and through my childhood there was a lot of uh, different types of abuses that all of us have mourned some um, but mine was pretty horrific um, so that started the, the hardness of my heart there as a little boy it wasn't until my dad died then I uh, dove deep into uh, alcohol and uh, drugs when he passed away when I was 18 and that's when I uh, found myself being a Satan worshiper I've done that for quite some time and to let folks know that it is real that there are demon manifestations and that's why I uh, stopped being a Satan worshiper because once I uh, had a demon manifest itself to me, um, it scared uh, the skin off of me. So I suppose when you stop worshiping Satan directly, uh, you get blinded that I do know now, being a born again Christian. So I became an atheist. So I was just gonna deny everything and I hated Christians more than anything in this life. Any religion period, I absolutely despised. It wasn't until I was 30 years old when I seen my daughter born that there was a spark inside of me that went off that maybe there is something I couldn't understand. It wasn't until 
um, my wife died. I got even uh, more depressed and I had a seven-year-old daughter to take care of. I absolutely didn't want anyone around me or no one even spoke to me about that I needed Jesus. Um, but it wasn't until um, I have uh, had a spinal cord injury, my body was shutting down and ambulance hauled me away then. So for 53 days that I was on my back due to this and a man has a lot to think about when all you can do is just lay on your back and look at a ceiling. So that 53rd day on my back I burned from the inside out. I felt uh, my whole body felt like I was on fire. Everything amplified a thousand fold. It was horrific. It was like I was living in hell, but still alive in this body and this earth. It wasn't until uh, that night I started gasping for air, getting ready to, to take my last breath on this earth, till I heard a man's voice say my name terrified me when I heard him say my name I knew that it was the Lord because he said Sean then there's peace that came over me after I was terrified he said what you have felt today just been given a small portion to you where you're getting ready to go he said you have a decision to make you have lived your whole life for others in this world and for other people listening to them and them telling you what to do and you've done it he said mercy and compassion is being extended to you for this very last time on this earth because you will go to hell unless you make a decision and he was flooding me with so many things. I felt the love of him. I felt so sorry how I lived. Selfishly greedy, cussing his name, breaking his commandments. And when he reveals himself to you, you know everything that he wants you to know. You know he's Lord. He doesn't have to say his name. You know that he's Lord. I made a covenant with the Lord that night. And I surrendered to Christ Jesus. And after that night, he put boldness in me like a lion. All of a sudden, I was professing his name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he instilled in me what he wanted me to do. And that's why I'm doing this testimony. Because we need to repent. You can't live life the way that you want to live it. Especially if you're going to be called by his name, a Christian. To be faithful to Him as we are to be faithful to our spouses. Because He's the eternal King of glory. So I'm doing this because there was an extra requirement because I become paralyzed and I've neglected to, to do this testimony and to put videos about what He wants people to really hear. But we're to prepare ourselves and give ourselves as a living sacrifice each and every day to Jesus. And if we sin, repent, ask him to help you, and he will.
because the night that I gave my life to him on my deathbed, he baptized me with the Holy Spirit and he let me see it. And it's beautiful. I used to be a horrible person. I used to think that I was just a hard worker, doing good in this world. That's not what gets you to heaven, by repenting and surrendering everything to Jesus and receiving the gospel. And the most important thing is living for him. His love, there's nothing like it in this world. If he can save someone like me, he wants to save everyone. But we have to repent. God bless you in Jesus' name. Life, hope, and truth for Generation Now. This is Hashtag Gospel. Relevant, inspiring, and straight to the point. The gospel and what it means for us. This is a cup of coffee. It's made from the freshest, highest quality beans and was masterfully prepared by an artisan barista. This is also a cup of coffee. It was made in a gas station, brewed in a crusty old pot, and has the consistency and aroma of motor oil. Now imagine that a single drop of poison is deposited into each cup. Which of these would you want to drink? The answer is obviously none. The quality of the coffee is irrelevant because each cup has been completely contaminated by that one drop. This is the story in Romans 1. It paints a sobering picture of the human condition. The best cup of coffee represents figures like Mother Teresa or Gandhi, the people we see as the most moral and selfless. The gas station coffee represents the other end of the spectrum, people like Hitler or Stalin, who we consider the worst of the worst. And we tend to see ourselves as somewhere in between. But the truth is that no matter who you are, where you're from, or how great your accomplishments are, we've all been born with a deadly contaminant called sin. It doesn't discriminate based on race, gender, sexuality, or economic status. And no matter how hard we try to be good, no matter how spectacular our coffee is, there's nothing we can do to eliminate the toxin. The playing field is leveled, all sin is lethal, and no one escapes its deadly effect. But it doesn't end there we're offered an antidote. This is the greatest news of all time. This is the gospel. It's hashtag gospel. View each message as an amazing animated video at hashtaggospel.com. That's H-A-S-H-T-A-G gospel.com. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at hashtag gospel. It's time for a bottle of Bill's Wisdom, a short, single-serving message of wisdom from our friend, Pastor Bill Leach. Ethan Allen, it's a name that many of you will remember from American history. He was for years an officer in the United States Army. He wasn't a Christian, but he married a Christian. They had a little girl. In the early years, she went to church with her mother, but as she became a teenager, she dropped out of church and began, began hanging with her father in the, in the dance halls and the bars. One night, she was out with a group of friends. They'd been swimming, and she caught cold. It progressed into pneumonia, and she was dying. Ethan Allen told a group of businessmen, My, my daughter said to me, Daddy, I'm dying, am I not? And I replied, yes, honey, you're going to die. 
Alan and his wife began to weep, but there wasn't a tear in his daughter's eyes. She said, Daddy, since I'm dying, I have to know the answer. I love you, Daddy, and I trust what you say. Daddy, while I'm dying, should I die Mommy's way or your way? Alan said, I, I began to cry. And then I threw my body on hers and I said, Honey, choose Mommy's way. Choose Mommy's way. Quickly, honey, choose Mommy's way. And Alan continued, before I could get it all said, she had gone off to meet Jesus. I'll never know until I stand before God whether she chose Daddy's way or Mommy's way. This isn't a game we're playing. We have the high and holy privilege of investing our lives in people, loving people, into choosing Jesus' way. Only God's grace can redeem our past and redream our future. Through his sacrifice on the cross, in his descent into death and hell, Jesus showed how powerful dependency on God could be. Jesus, crucified among thieves, performed his greatest robbery after his execution. Jesus robbed Satan of his power over sin and death. Jesus robbed death itself of its victory. Jesus ripped off the grave and stung the sting of death's futility and finality. The third thief on Golgotha committed his greatest robbery after he was cut down and buried. He robbed death of its power when he rose again to new life. The most important decision every human being will ever make is this. Will you give Jesus license to steal? Jesus wants to steal your heart. The stories we've heard today are intense and can seem a little crazy. What we do know is when these guys saw this terrifying place of evil, they ran from it and their lives were changed. As incredible as these stories are, it's important to always weigh these types of accounts through the principles of the Bible. That leads us to the four biblical keys of understanding the H word. One, hell was originally designed for Satan and his demons. In Matthew 25, 41, Jesus said, depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Two, hell will also punish the sin of those who reject Christ. John 3, 36. Jesus said, Whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on him. 3. Hell is conscious torment. Matthew 13.50 describes the furnace of fire where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. 4. Hell is eternal and irreversible. Matthew 25.46 Then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. How about that for a little bit of light reading to end the show? These verses are daunting, but they are central to the Christian religion. For much more information on this topic, click the link in the show notes entitled All About the H Word. I know from my own experience, the most important decision I ever made was to follow Jesus. If you haven't heard my story, go back and listen to episode 8, From Darkness to Light. Maybe it's time for you to take that step of faith. It can be a simple prayer, such as, God, I believe in you. Forgive me of my sins. Help me to live a new life for you. It's easy to say, but it's another thing entirely to mean it from your heart. 
Our next episode is entitled The H Word Part 2, where we will talk about the other H word, heaven. Thank you for listening to the Think Twice TV podcast. Come see us at thinktwicetv.com. Find original videos, true life stories, and content to help you grow your faith at thinktwicetv.com. This project is sponsored by Media Messengers Evangelistic Association, revealing the love and power of God through media, mediamessengers.org. If you like the show, follow us on social media. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at mmessengers, on Instagram at mediamessengers, or subscribe to our growing YouTube channel at youtube.com slash mediamessengers. And please, please, Help us reach more people by sharing this podcast. Lastly, check the show notes for links and resources. God bless.